You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> this is the Next Level Podcast, a place for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life. Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. This is Michael McIntyre. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Next Level Podcast. And uh, so excited today. As you know, we've been unpacking and, and having a series for the Gen Zers. And what is a Gen Zer, you might ask? I call them Gen Zers. They're Generation Z. You know, we got the Boomers, we got the Millennials, we got the Gen X, and then we have the Gen Z. And so these guys uh, and gals were born between 1996 and 2010. And so what we're going to concentrate on. And what we've been concentrating on is up and comer Gensers that uh, were born uh, between 1996 and 2002. And so if you're a Genser out there, if you know a Genser, if you know somebody in that category that's an up and comer, that's an uh, uh, entrepreneur uh, that is uh, exciting and has got something going on uh, in business or in whatever, uh, let me know. Email me. Go to uh, www.themichaelmcintyre.com and send me a message. I'd love to get them on my podcast. And uh, last week we had uh, a couple weeks ago, we started out with entrepreneurship risk. What is that? Then we had Brecca, uh, Danielle McIntyre talking about Lux Supply last week. And this week, we have three in the studio, and man, oh man, oh man, oh Shevitz, these guys are great. These guys are awesome. They are. We we we're just excited because I've got. I think they're all. I, I think they're all twenty-two. Ever get hold of you? I'm twenty-two. You're twenty-two. Oh, you're nineteen. I'm nineteen. Nine, we got a nineteen, yeah. twenty, and two twenty-two-year-olds and a nineteen-year-old. So let me introduce these cats because they are amazing. We'll go with ladies first. Yes. How's that, Abigail? Uh, Abigail is amazing. She talks a lot about skincare and makeup. Why not? <laughs> it's a hot topic, right? Uh, she's gonna be a director, certified CrossFit coach, Stop it. That's awesome. And uh, it says here she probably won't talk much anyways, uh, so we'll leave it at that. And, uh, <laughs> and what I love that Abigail brings is a sense of community, and she also is very driven. I can tell you stay focused, Abigail. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, where are you from? I'm from L.A. I'm from Pasadena. Pasadena, California. California. And so why did you move to Dallas, Texas? Because we have no beach here. Mm-hmm. It's it's unfortunate. It is. Beach. I moved here to um, spend time with God and be a part of Upper Room because I like their heart. I like their vision. It's awesome. It's good. It's great. And uh, so I'm glad we're going to get more out of Abigail. But that was a lot to get <laughs> right there. I know that. And what year were you born, Abigail? Uh, 1998. All right. That's good. All right. And so uh, we've also got next to me, right to my left. I know you can't see that, but he's right next to my left, mm-hmm. is Jared. And Jared is amazing. He Let me read his, yeah, his, read it, read he, his bio. is travels a lot. He plays the saxophone. <laughs> he likes to run. He wants to make movies. Mm. Stand back, Jared. Yeah. Come on, that bro. That sums me up pretty well. It does. It does. So where are you from, Jared? I'm from Garland, Texas, actually. Yeah. Which is part of Metroplex Dallas. DFW. DFW. Yeah. Born and raised Dallas, Texas. Um, yeah. Any any questions? Yeah. What year? What year were you born? About I mean, two thousand. And so you're nineteen. Nineteen years old. So when do you turn to big two O? On Christmas, actually. Christmas. Yeah, your Christmas baby. Coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Me and Jesus. Oh man, you and Jesus got the same birthday, mm-hmm. man. Do you, he, do you he, like? He steals all the limelight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. It's all about him. That yeah, it's all about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that, man? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. What did he do? What, what did he do? <laughs> That's right. I'm about to cross. I guess. <laughs> all right. No, I get it, Jared. So, uh, so Jared, what is what is you know you you're over here and doing some really cool stuff, and I know you travel a lot. Where are you going next? Next on your travels. Next on my travels, I'm going to Ireland. Ireland in January, actually, so very soon. And you're going for like 30 days? For like 30, yeah, for a month, me and uh, one of my good friends. Um, and I know you're thinking, Jared, aren't the borders closed? And I, they might be, I'm not sure. <laughs> You'll find out for I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll scope that one out for y'all and report back to base. We'll just, uh, we'll just don't be packing any heat. Okay. Or anything. We don't want to see you on CNN. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, yeah. All right. So to my right, man, this, this cat's a real, this, I saved, I, not the best for last, but the, the, the most unique for last. Is that good? Is that good? All right. All right. We can say best for last. Yeah. I'll say we, uh, most unique. Okay. okay. So his name's name, 
Sheldon, and uh, Sheldon is 22 years old, and he was born to Jim and Deanne Reynolds, February 14th, 1998. Man, you're you're a uh, a lover. I am a lover. You're a Valentine baby. Yes, sir, I am. Wow. Oh, really? That's pretty. Yeah. Fourteen. Like, know that. That's what it says in his bio, man. <laughs> a holiday baby. Listen, you Gensers <laughs> need to know your friend's birthday. Yeah. You guys are big on birthdays, yeah. you know. So, uh, and your mother gave an all-natural birth. Shout out to mom. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You have your mom. Five kids. Five. Man, mine too. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I get it. That's that's awesome. And so, uh, in your name, you say here your name means uh, Deep Valley in Gaelic. It does. Awesome, man. So that tells you a lot about yourself. And uh, your most, what's really interesting here is your formative years of life was in Turkey. They were. Well, how, why were you in Turkey? Bro? My parents moved there to be missionaries, uh, but my dad ended up starting a business, and we just ended up kind of like becoming. In Turkish, yeah, Turkish. <laughs> <laughs> like, my sister's over there right now. She got a residency permit and she signed a lease. Wow. Um, we love cool. Turkey. I love that's Turkey. A, that's it. I like Turkey at Thanksgiving. Have <laughs> 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 you ever been to the country? No, but I saw that movie and it kind of really what freaked movie? me out. Uh, Midnight uh, something about when the guy gets he he has he smuggles drugs into the country. Into <laughs> Turkey? Yeah, and he gets thrown in prison. Uh-huh. It's a famous movie, man. I've never seen that. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's horrible, true, famous, scary movie. Good. Good. Yeah. He speaks Turkish, on it. Like, really? Yeah. 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 Say yeah. something in Turkish. Yeah. Ah, Habibi. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. So, uh, which is really cool and fascinating. So, I, I want to give a little bit of background on you guys because, you know, I met you through social di- digital marketing, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys are working for one of my dearest friends, Johnny Jimenez uh, and Sarah Jimenez at, at New Creative. And that's where really how we, we got to locate you guys. And because I've got to know you guys, because you guys do all of my digital stuff, all my social media stuff, and and uh, which you guys do an amazing job at. So, uh, and Abigail, you came over there as an intern, mm-hmm. right? And so how was that? How did you seek them out to find, to be an intern? Because that's a big deal to be an intern, because it's no money mm-hmm. right so i love that about you because that's a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit so why did you seek that out um well i knew i would uh be i don't know how to say this that's saying anyway you want. <laughs> um i knew that i was gonna be somehow meeting johnny and working at new so i saved all my money through covid and unemployment i saved like ten thousand dollars come on and uh, decided that I wanted to do an internship and work for free. And so when I moved here, I called Johnny and said, Hey, like, I don't know anything about filmmaking, but I'd like to learn. And I feel like you guys would be able to teach me. And he's like, I'd love to help. So I came in and it started with a two week internship which turned into a month internship, which has now been a three month internship. And now I am employed there. Come on, man. That is so good because I talk about that, as you know, and all my stuff is like, if you want to learn something, if you want to go work somewhere, you know, make it easy for you to go work there. And that's what you did. You planned ahead, you saved your money and you said, I'll work for free. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the separating the wheat from the chaff. That's, Mm -hmm. that's incredible. And now you've landed a job there, right? You made yourself invaluable. Listen, this is a platinum nugget listeners. You know how we get these a next level podcast listen to this if you're out there and you want to go out there and make an impact and don't know how to do it abigail just gave you the roadmap man because that's what you do you save your money you plan and go work for somewhere that you want to work and she didn't know anything about it but now she does and so you want to be you you want to what what's your goal long-term goal i want to direct movies that's awesome that's really good who's your favorite director paul thomas anderson yeah and what is he directing um, there will be blood, phantom thread would be nice. Oh yeah. Okay. He's intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There will be blood. That's what Daniel Day-Lewis. Day-Lewis. Good movie, man. Yes. Very intense. Very intense. Okay. Yeah. It didn't do great at the box office, but it was one of those movies. But now it's like critically acclaimed. Yes. So. Yes. I agree. I agree. So, all right, let me skip over here to Jared now. So Jared. Yes. How did you end up at, uh, in the social media, in the social media world? Um, Actually, so I started going to Upper Room like junior year of high school. And, and how did you find Upper Room? 
So I was born into a church called Lake Highlands. Okay. And the guys who started up a room just left Lake Highlands and started up. Like I remember when they left and started it and I was like, and I remember like the kid, their kids were, I was like in, in like Bible school with them. And I was like, mom, where'd they go? Like, why aren't they in Bible school anymore? And like, well, their parents went and started a church called Upper Room. And now it's like this big, massive thing, you know? Yeah. As you know. Right. Um, and yeah, around junior year, I was like, okay, let me, let's go check it out. And I went and like everyone dressed like me and looked like me and talked like me. And I was like, this is. Everybody had red hair? Yeah, everyone. Freckles <laughs> <laughs> and earrings. Everyone looked like me. That's awesome. It was cool. Um, and I, I like I fell in love with it immediately. I started going, started going. Like two weeks in, they asked me to be a youth leader. I was like, okay, wow. some something is working here. And then Joe, Joe Awesome, friend of Johnny, like a month in, I get a DM from him and he was like, Hey, like you have a nice Instagram. Would you ever want to learn media? And I was like, Sure. Wow. And long story short, I got a media internship at Upper Room. Um, paid internship, thank thank God. Um and Joe taught me how to edit a video, edit, hold a camera, all of the above. And I just fell in love with it. And I've just been following it ever since. And now I work for New Creative. And you're on the payroll. And now I'm on the payroll. Yeah, heck yeah. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. So what what do you think, uh, What what's your biggest surprise in being in social media? What what stands out the most? What like Because, I mean, yes, you had a good, cool Instagram, obviously. Did you, put, <laughs> did you do the graphics on that, or did you just... My Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, me editing my photos, like, trying to make it look wow. cool. That's I was just cool. having fun with it. I, yeah. I wasn't, like, trying to impress. I wasn't trying to get a job or anything. Yeah, right. No, I get it. So, uh, what now that you're in social media and do, working for the man, <laughs> for the, <yeah. laughs> uh, so what has surprised you about this this market, this business? This market, this business, man. What surprised me? Uh-huh. If anything. Because I'll tell you what surprised me. Yeah, yeah. Give me a second. Is how fast things change. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we did that TikTok thing recently, right? Yeah. Nice cut, G, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which I still don't know what that means. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I just do what you guys yeah. tell me to do. So I, I'm just surprised at how fast things constantly change on social media. I, I totally. It's, it's great. TikTok wasn't even, like, around two years ago. Right. And now it's the biggest platform out yeah. there, like, yeah, the entirety of our generation, Gen Z and below, is like, I guarantee you, if you check, you can check screen time on phones, mm-hmm. like TikTok number one, like wow, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all those, Facebook, TikTok is just is wasn't their butts. And now, know? who is it? The Gen Zs what they're TikTokers, <clears throat> everybody on TikTok. Uh, I mean, there's pretty much everyone's on TikTok now, okay. but but definitely it's more of a, a Gen Z platform. Okay, like, I can go on even myself, like I'm. I'm on it for way too long during my day. <laughs> way too long. Some of this stuff's really funny. It's so funny. You, know? you literally scroll forever. Like, yeah. It never ends. Right. Like, it's the perfect app, if you yeah. ask me. Yeah. Someone <laughs> was thinking that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So good. That's good. So, all right, Sheldon. So, yeah. tell me how, you know, I don't know a lot of your backstory other than, you know, you like to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it, you know, I, I, I'm you with you. I do too, bro. Listen, I, I love me some Vegas. I love me some Vegas. Uh, but uh, it's funny because before I knew Jesus, I'd go out there. And then after I knew Jesus, when I'd go out to Vegas, I'd be praying over the casinos, you know. Yeah, I'd be walking around praying in tongues and, you know, nobody pays any attention because it's Were Vegas. Were you still gambling? Yes, oh. of course. Of course. Uh, praying, praying for the yeah. tips. <laughs> it, was, it was all, it was yeah, fun, yeah. though. It was, like a minist- it was like a ministry for me in Vegas. It was cool. Yeah, all right, so, Sheldon, tell me your background and how you found where you're at here because i know you're you're you've got genius qualities with this with the marketing and ads and and facebook and placing stuff on instagram and uh, it's funny because one of my clients that i had sent over to you guys uh living foods right Uh, i was talking to them yesterday and they said, you know, the, 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 it, she said, I don't know everybody at New, but I tell you, the one that I think that has the most kingdom business mindset is Sheldon. Really? Yes. I was shocked too. Shocks <laughs> 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 me. So, get, give us a little bit of your backstory and how you know. Oh, I know you work with your dad and stuff, and, and then how ultimately you found your way over to the new creative. Mm, well, backstory. I think I put it in my bio. I graduated high school in 2016. Mm-hmm. Summa cum laude. <laughs> 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 I've always been too smart. I've always been smart and gotten by. Uh, and I, I went to college. For a year but before going into college i was like 
oh, I got to figure out how to make money because I don't want to take my parents' money anymore. And Why so, not? I don't know. I don't know. That, that, that was just my thought as an 18-year-old. And uh, That's a platinum nugget for you yeah. gensers out there. Get, 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 off, get off the uh, gravy train. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and the reality was I, I began to make money doing digital marketing, ranking websites in Google search engines, and selling leads to vendors that would then fulfill those services and pay me a commission. And I began to realize the business owners cared about results. They cared about money. And if I could solve a problem that actually delivered, you know, money to them, yeah. they might actually want to work with me if I were results oriented. And um, within that, my first year of college, I was doing some marketing. I was winning. I was losing at the same time. I was learning. And my dad is also pretty gifted in marketing. He built a business overseas in Turkey on digital marketing back wow. in like 2008 through 2011 or so. Um, and so he was doing some client work and he invited me to work alongside him. And, uh, about after one year of being in college, I decided just to drop out and go. And there were some positives to that and some negatives to that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think the the positives were, I I had a lot of fun and I had a lot of money. Um, and the negatives were, I don't think I learned a lot of real world lessons around discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I was introduced to a world where I had things easily and my talents were consistently elevated, but I didn't have to deal with the realities of my weaknesses. Yeah. And so the, uh, this year in coronavirus, whenever the coronavirus hit, <laughs> my pay cut accidentally got cut on our payroll. We have my dad's company. And he was actually meaning to cut some other employees' pay, ironically, um, not mine. And the accountant. But yours made the chopping block. But my, my, no, mine, mine was the only one that got cut. Oh, wow. It was an accident. Our accountant made it. Wow. And, uh, or was it an accident? Well, no, no. Ooh, maybe Jesus has it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, my dad was like, we'll get it back to you. We'll cut the right people's pay. And I was like, no, how about we decrease my hours? I don't really know where my heart's at. I had gone through some, I basically had totaled my life in 2019. I made some really, really bad decisions. And so I felt like, I don't know what I'm doing and why. I don't know my why in right. business. And so I felt like cutting back hours and getting a loan might, a bit, might be a good idea. Um, and so I ended up, um, I ended up just getting off the payroll entirely and freelancing for a little bit. And uh, Johnny and Joe called me whenever I was living in Arkansas, saying that they had a project called Icy Breeze. Yeah, <laughs> they wanted me to run advertisements for And I was like, sorry, I'm in Arkansas. <laughs> but they were really cool, and I really liked them. And uh, I ended up back in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, living with my parents in June of this year. And I began to media buy on a project, run advertisements for one of their clients mm-hmm. on a contracting basis. Mm-hmm. And it went well. And I think that's why we ended up working together this gotcha. September. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I think he had a couple months. You sold several hundred thousands of dollars worth of product. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had a good summer with that company. Apparently we changed the business trajectory, um, but we ended up losing that client relationship this yeah. October. Coming. Yeah. Well, it happens, right? Yeah. I mean, business. So, uh, so, so what you do over at news, you place ads and you, you media buys. Yes. And you come, you come up with this stuff. And so, which is really kind of cool. Cause it's like, you know, I know how to boost an ad, boost sure. my stuff, which means nothing. Cause any moron can do that. <laughs> Thank you. That's me. <laughs> and so I boost it. The only decision I have to make is how much I'm going to spend sure. each day. Right. <laughs> which, yeah. Uh, which no wonder Facebook's got billions of dollars. <laughs> You know, I've contributed. All right. So my question is, do you three genders, okay, in, in social media? Because that's probably from my generation, the boomer generation, that's the most intimidating and confusing thing for us, right? Because mm-hmm. we just don't know. You guys have grown up with it pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I started out with a touch-tone phone back in, you know, 1969, which I thought was high tech back then. So uh, you guys have, the, this is just like an appendage for you. You know how to operate in it. So I want to ask all three of you, uh, and you know, uh, what is it that you think the number one thing for business should look at when it comes to social media and digital marketing and you guys start, who wants to start? Jared, I'll start. All okay. right. What's the number one thing a business, business should look at, look for in social media, digital marketing um, what, and what's, you know, what maybe is what they should look for and what they should look out for. Okay. I think the first thing that comes to mind is like, 
there are a few businesses that I follow on, on social media and I follow them because their, their content feels like organic and it feels like someone my age is running it. Have you, have you ever followed Slim Jim? On Instagram? Yeah, I follow Slim Jim. Heck yeah, got me out there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I need to follow Slim Jim. Yeah, they do a great, I literally, I don't, I would never follow a beef jerky brand, but they, they post memes and they post funny content all the time. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, literally the guy, I promise you, I was at the gas station the other day and I saw Slim Jim and I was like, ah, memes. And I bought Slim Jim. Man, I know. Powerful. Powerful. Yeah. And like, there's certain brands on TikTok that are like making actually funny content. Like, they're not trying to be like, buy my product. Like, right. the, the, the age old, like, Commercial yeah. you see on TV, like, look how valuable we are. Yeah, call it action. Yeah, stuff. yeah, call it action stuff. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like with our generation, we're we're just tired of seeing that. We've seen that our whole lives. Right. Like, we, right. we're, we've been force fed that our whole lives. And like, when a brand can like be strategic and kind of like, hey, like we're cool too. Like we're funny. Yeah. And like, not even like an ironic way. Like it genuinely feels very genuine. That's very valuable to me. I think that's if you can find someone for your company to do that, like how Slim Jim does and how like. I've seen basketball teams do it. Like the Chicago Bulls on TikTok kill kill the TikTok game. Really? Kill, yeah, they they collaborate really? with like the Demelios and stuff like that. Yeah, because because wow. their their mascot like dances and does all the trends and That's like epic. kills it. Yeah, I think if you can like play in with the culture, like like include yourself with the culture and not try to like advertise to the culture. Mm. I think that's really valuable. That's good. All right, good. So Abigail, do you want to weigh in on this? Yeah, I'll just tag off of what Jared is saying. I think it's super important to know your audience. Yeah. And if you are going for Gen Z as your like ideal audience, for some reason, we are all really attracted to comedy. Mm -hmm. Like anything that's funny, we just will eat up. That's good to know. Wow. That's very I didn't true. know you guys had that big of a sense of humor. Honestly, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. I like comedy. I mean, TikTok that's is. What TikTok's doing. That's why TikTok's doing so well. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And so, uh, all right, Sheldon. Uh, my thought would be for a lot of business owners out there is stop looking at what your competitors are doing. Uh, that's one thing I see people doing a lot of and worrying about, well, what's working for the guy down the street, et cetera, and try to figure out, you know, what makes you unique and be authentic in your communication. Cause tagged along with that, you may not be marketing to Gen Zers. If you're not marketing to Gen Zers, the one thing that social media has the potential to do is allow you to really be authentic in your storytelling and your mm -hmm. communication. Mm -hmm. And if you drift too far away in your marketing endeavors, and you're really, really, you know, CAC, your business numbers oriented and you get lost in that sauce, you'll get away from being the brand. You'll get away from telling wow. a story that's true. And people will notice that because people are people, regardless yeah. of if they're on their phone or not, they care about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you see truth or authenticity, you know it right away. When mm -hmm. you see fake or BS, you know it right away mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. That's a good point. Abigail, do you want to add something to this? You look like you wanted to add something. <laughs> no, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this, Abigail, because I, because I love that you want to uh, do direct and, and, and do these movies. So what, if somebody gave you a budget, an unlimited budget right now, they said, listen, you've got a hundred million dollar budget to make a movie. What would you make a movie about? Mm, I would make a coming of age movie um oof it's hard <laughs> yeah it's one of the, it's one of those questions and so i'll get back to you on that so okay. i want you to think about it a little bit because i i because i think it's really telling on what your generation is looking for and what they're doing the other thing i want to know is who you would cast in the leading roles okay because okay. you know that already right look at that yeah. smile all right jerry tell you jerry <laughs> okay jerry you got a hundred million dollar budget hundred million dollar budget yeah what movie would you make oh man i think i would make a movie that i love movies that at the end of it you feel very inspired have you seen the secret life of walter Mitty? of course oh i think that movie. movie i was like oh i just want to go so like i think that's part of the reason i went to thailand i was like I just want to go. I just want to do something in my life. When he jumped out of the helicopter. Oh, man. man. Oh, or when he was on top. Of, uh, and who was the guy, that, uh, the actor that was on top of the uh, airplane? Uh, he was the guy that was taking the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one he's trying to track down. Yeah, Sean Penn. Sean, Sean Penn. Penn. Yeah. Great movie. Amazing. Yeah. I love that movie so yeah. much. I'd make a, I'd want to make a Walter Mitty type of movie that, that leaves you inspired and like wanting to take on the world. Like you kind of identify with the main character. Yeah. And like for the next couple of weeks, you're like, he can do it. Yeah. I can do it and just like feel like, like I love like movies that like make you stressed or like scared or like all the emotions but I feel like the most valuable one to, for me personally to make would be like 
an inspirational, inspirational movie. Wholesome. What I liked about the Walter Mitty was it, the the uh, cinematography was just yeah, beautiful. I mean, all over the, everywhere they went, it was just done really well. And I think that's one of the biggest things for me is cinematography. Okay, Abigail, if you got your movie, yeah, time to yeah. Um, I would make something that makes you like reflect on your life um, and just be really introspective. Yeah, something really beautiful. And I would put Timothy Chalamet in it because <laughs> he's an incredible actor. It's good. And I would also like to put Shia LaBeouf in it because I think he's a really interesting person, and I think he would. He would. I'd work he would. Well with him. He would. He would come through the way you wanted to. Yeah. So you want to be like a Ron Howard director? Mm. Yes. Be behind the scenes, telling him what to do. Have you ever thought about doing acting yourself? No, I don't like to be on camera. Yeah, that means you're probably amazing on camera. <laughs> yes, Abigail. I think I'm getting some words of knowledge right now for you. Yeah, I'm going to prophesy over you right now. She is. She's doing the vlog. She's the main character. She's mm -hmm. hilarious on the vlog. I bet. So what do you say to that? Uh, thank you. I'm excited to direct. <laughs> All right, Sheldon, you got unlimited budget. What would you do with it? Oh, for a movie or anything? I mean, because I mean, yeah, you're, that's your you're, you're a movie. Yeah. Something to do with social media or digital media or marketing. Oh man, if I had unlimited budget, I would probably try to connect with as many young entrepreneurs as I could, and I'd try to connect content creators like Jared and Abigail with them. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I would try to help dreams become reality. Good. I believe in the small dreams and the entrepreneurs that have products and businesses that are birthed out of solving their own problems. And so Good. I would try to connect as many of those cool cats. So you can be an amazing connector. I don't think you yeah, can kind of, kind of have incubators going. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What kind of movie would you make? What kind of movie? <laughs> Man, I would probably. Do you ever like to direct a movie? Yeah, I would probably. If I ever made one, it would be a, on my life. Yeah. Ooh, nice, nice. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Have you ever seen the movie My Life with no. with uh, who's the guy that played? Uh, he played uh, Batman in one of the first Batmans. Uh, uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, never seen. I it. love my movie. My, my Life. Pretty good. I never seen My Life, yeah. but yeah. If you, it's gonna open your heart, bro. Yeah, okay. I'll watch it then. <laughs> I watched War Horse with my little sister. Ooh, yeah. I cried in War Horse. Nice. Yeah. yeah, a couple of nights ago, it was powerful. Wow, was powerful. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. No kidding. All right, so as Genzers, okay, I want to know the top three things that mm -hmm. you like to eat. <laughs> this is important. Actually, like, are you being serious? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I want to know what your favorite food is. Uh, the top three things favorite food. Abigail. Okay, I really like cake. Cake? Okay. <laughs> what kind? Anything that has a lot of like frosting and decoration. Nice. Just like cutesy. Mm -hmm. um, mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Big fan of mac and cheese. And curry. Curry? Yeah. Man, that's a curveball. Why curry? It's so good. It's so good? Yeah. yeah. What do you like, put curry on? I mean, everything? Yeah. Would you put curry on your mac and cheese? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I try to eat like, lean vegan and curry's easy. So. Gotcha. Cool. All right, Jared. Um, okay. Number one, you might think it's funny, but cereal. Like, I can kill some cereal <laughs> any time of day, any day of the week. What's your favorite cereal? Uh, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, yes. Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> 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 uh, milk or regular milk? I'll, any of them, honestly. Yeah. What, what about Frosted Flakes? I, I can get down some Frosted Flakes. No, I can flakes. throw down on Frosted Flakes. I can throw flakes. down. They're great. But I like, half, you know, I like yeah. half and half on, on my milk. Do you really? Oh, yeah. We use half and half. I've never tried that. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. I'm going to start <laughs> something new. Something we got to do a half and half deal. Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast food as a whole, like bacon and eggs, like oh, I can just. Yeah, you had the egg and hole the other day, didn't oh, you? Oh yeah, egg and hole. I put that up there. You know, I love me some pancakes. You know, waffles, bacon, eggs, hash browns. Yeah, a little OJ. That's that's my good. favorite thing as a kid was when my mom would do breakfast for dinner. Wow. Now, if we were having breakfast for dinner, it was like Abigail shaking her head good, like that too. It was yeah. a good day if we had breakfast for dinner. That's awesome. And then last, I would have to say, oh man. This is kind of kind of basic, but all, all I can think of right now is pizza. Pizza, I can always, I can always kill pizza. Pizza. pizza works good. Like what, the, who who dislikes pizza? Amen. Yeah, Some exactly. Ranch. Yeah. 
You're down. I'm down. All right, Sheldon. What's your food, man? What's your food? Oh, man. Well, I love fresh vegetables and fruit. Like, I grew up in Turkey, and the agricultural world there is a lot better in America. Yeah, they're fresh. It's all organic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's really good. And so, like, I've shown up to the office, and I'll just eat avocados like apples, and people (laughs) think I'm a chimpanzee. (laughs) Uh, He doesn't do that. Yeah. And tomatoes, like, I used to get mocked at school for the lunches that I would bring. It was pretty funny. I just literally bring fresh fruits and vegetables and eat them. Uh, So I just love fresh fruits and vegetables. I love Mediterranean cuisine, if we're going to talk about types of food. It's like the cleanest feeling whenever I eat it. Like I, and it's delicious. So right. incredible. Um, Fish and olive oil. Yes. Like you know, you got um, variety of meats. Uh, I think, yeah. So I love Donair, Gyro, Euro, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff's really good. Yeah. It's much better overseas oh, than it is totally. here. Yeah, yeah. It's basically. So, like, it's so processed here. Yeah, it's like elevated sausage. It's like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And then probably last food that I really, really like. I'm I'm in the breakfast food thing with yeah, you. Yeah, I like the cereal yeah. too. I, I like cereal. I love bacon and eggs. It's just yeah, about it's, all it's, I can cook. Yeah. It's, it's such a comfort eggs. food, right? Oh. And it's also good, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like. It gives you some energy. Yeah, it gives you is not the worst thing right. and so i generally try to take bread out of it but i love bacon and eggs oh and chula sauce i just oh yeah it. yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that's good i do too that's good all, all right, right. what about your top three? Oh man I, I i love i love breakfast too and right. i do a lot of sourdough toast okay yeah, i like sourdough oh, I love. toast and i now i used to love putting butter on it but now i do olive oil mm. Mm. extra virgin olive oil is it, is it is it better for you it is and it tastes wonderful heck yeah I like that. Uh, steak. I love steak. Filet. Oh. Filet. Grass, Honestly, yeah. Grass-fed beef. Mm. Filet mignon, I think, is so good. The, uh, where, okay, sorry to interrupt. Where's the best the best steak you've ever had? Oh, gosh. Do you have, like, a number one in your head? I don't, well, I'd probably say uh, French Laundry, and I don't want to sound like the governor of California, but right. that, it, it was pretty good. Where's that? It's in Napa Valley. Okay. And then... And then, uh, also... Uh, I had some really good steaks in in, uh, in New York and in Chicago. Some really great restaurants mm-hmm. there too. Uh, in Dallas, there's some decent ones too. But uh, and then I guess the other thing I really I really I, I like uh, fresh strawberries, uh, blueberries, and uh, raspberries. Dip uh, and then pour over uh, some uh, half and half and heavy whipped cream. You're really into the half <laughs> I am, man. <laughs> it's just that's so good to no, me. No, yeah, it's, I, I'm, All really, right. I'm with you. But I, that's a good snack. Try to be a healthy snack of some yeah. sort. I have blueberries in there, too. All right, so here, here's – here. I want to I know – I want you guys to give some advice – to your fellow gensers out there, okay? Because some of them out there are strapped with, with, with you know, uh, college debt. You know, they're having a difficult time. They're having some wins, some losses. Um, they're going through a time when, you know, their school might be teaching them all about how bad America is, or they're, they're having an argument maybe with their parents and what the politics are and what this is. And, you know, they're trying to figure out getting a job and making some money because they need to. COVID's kind of set everybody yeah. back. You got college graduates, like Brecker came out of there and everybody's excited to get your degree. And all of a sudden nobody gets to go to work. Right. Yeah. And it's just been a, it's been a bizarro year, you know, uh, by the grace of God, we got, we have the vaccine out there so hopefully that's going to change 2021 to an extent or at least move the needle so i want you guys to give advice out there what would you say because you guys are all very creative you're very talented you're blessed uh you've got a great community which is really cool uh and so what advice would you give uh to your fellow gensers out there and, and that might be struggling yeah i'll start with you jared okay um I, honestly i probably am in need of advice more than i could <laughs> hand out advice but uh, one thing that I've just been, I has, has been very meaningful to me recently was, I think Johnny asked me, he said, cause I was kind of dealing with like, as far as like culture and Christianity and, and just what the world is, the state the world's in right now, I was like questioning like morals and beliefs and values. And like, it was, everything was a big question mark. And Johnny was like, what, he asked me, what hills would you, I think it was a meeting. He said, what hills would you die on? Mm-hmm. And like, and just write those down and like figure out what you believe in, like, what are your core, core, core beliefs? Cause you can get into like theology and like, what's this and what's mm-hmm. that, but like, what, what are some hills that you're willing to die on? Like you'll go to battle for them every time. I think figuring out those for yourself is Good. very instrumental to like, kind of figuring out who you, who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that's been really important to me. Um, as far as being Gen Z in the culture today, I would say uh, don't. One thing I've been falling into is like comparison, comparison spirit. It's crazy, like with TikTok and and on Instagram and everything. Like the most beautiful people pop up on your feet, like. Some of the most beautiful people ever. And you, you just look at him like, man, I don't look like that. Or I don't dance as good as that. Or I don't, I'm not as funny yeah. as that guy. And it's so easy to just like get this, just keep like have that thought pattern and just keep telling yourself that, keep telling yourself that. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a no win. It's a no yeah, win. Yeah. Like the, you're, no one's gaining anything from right. that. Like that's right. you're, if you're listening to this right now, like you're great. You're whole, you're perfect. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing, you're no less than that guy. He's that's just, right. Like, like you're God made you the way he made you for a Come reason. On, man. And that'll preach. And yeah. And I just think that's one thing that Gen Z, like so much anxiety and so much depression and stuff in, in this generation. And honestly, I think it's because, cause like back in your, like when you were growing up in our age, like, there was like no, you, you didn't get to see like no. millions of other kids. No, I was and, jealous of the smoke signal. Guy. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> the smoke signal coming over there. He's taught, he's taunting me. <laughs> but it's true. No, it, totally. It's, yeah, it's completely different now. The, the the social media has been a game changer. Game. And, but the comparison spirit has been around since Cain and Abel. True. I mean, it's been around a long time. Things just a little heightened. It is, totally. That's good, though. That's good advice. All right, Abigail, what advice you got for your fellow Gen Zers out there? Um, Hey, Gen Zers. I would just (laughs) like to give you the piece of advice of getting really solid in who you are and figuring that out. Um, I think once you, like, know who you are, then, like, once that foundation is, like, really solid, then you can build off that. And honestly, everything just, like, falls into place. And you don't need it, people's validation. And like, if you're just like solid, yeah. then it, life is just better. And no, that's good. That's good. Now you're a believer. Yeah. Yeah. And so, does your faith keep you solid? Absolutely. Yeah. So, how? I, how what? Yeah. T- give me a day in the life of Abigail with your faith. Do you have a secret place you go to? I know some people yeah. do. You know, um, if you don't mind sharing that. Yeah, I. Uh, don't read as much of the Bible as I should. I read probably like 10 minutes a day, but I still like- It's more than me sometimes. more than me. I spend like 30 minutes to an hour every day with the Lord. And, good. Um, I, I have like a long list, but it never really gets prayed through because I, it just ends up being like me on my face and just being wow. grateful that I- Awesome. that god loves me it's yeah. just like always consistently undone it's i never get tired of looking at him that's really good and so with your faith giving you that grounding because i mean you moved from los angeles mm-hmm. okay pasadena and out here to dallas right mm-hmm. didn't know anybody really mm-hmm. did you i mean what did your mom and dad say Oof, they were like, we love Upper Room, but good luck getting a job like if you can't <laughs> get one here good luck getting one out there and i was like wow Wow! Look at you now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that was a pretty gutsy move. Yeah. And did you drive out here by yourself? I forced my mom to come with me. You did yeah. at gunpoint. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, second, you're second amendment girl, aren't you? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so you, your mother, you, she drove out here with you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, my dad was more anti me moving because he's very like. Mm-hmm. He was a cop and he just like loves security. Um, but overall, they love that I'm here. Wow, that's really cool. I'm, I bet you they're proud that you stepped out of your comfort zone on that. Yeah. yeah, that's a big deal. So that's a, that's something for you guys out there listening. For some of you that are stuck, and we all get stuck, right? Everybody gets stuck sometimes. But what Abigail did, she got out of that comfort zone, came to Dallas. And I mean, because I mean, look, Dallas has got, you know, the, the, the rent's cheap. And, you know, it, the weather's decent sometimes. But it's not L.A., right? It's just not. It's not as pretty and it's not as nice. And, but it's uh and you stepped out of that and did that how old were you when you left la uh 22 okay so it's been recent then yeah oh my gosh okay so what uh how, so you've only been here for six months no three months three months wow <laughs> all right so uh, you, your, your bio is a little bit light on that uh that's okay <laughs> that's good uh but yeah get out of your comfort zone it's super worth it come it's on super worth it now is your mom and dad gonna come out and visit you out here they will yeah that's good that's awesome are you going back for christmas yes nice I can't wait that's awesome that's good all right sheldon 
Oh man, advice to Jensers. Yeah. Oh god, I'm in Jared's boat too. Well, I have gotten some good advice for myself, and if I were to give advice to Jensers, Jenser guys from things that I've learned, mistakes that I've made, (laughs) the first piece of advice would just. I would say that like motivation, one of my mentors and friends, Brandon McNeil, told me that the biggest health caller, the biggest health crisis in the United States right now is is masturbation and pornography. It mm-hmm. robs motivation and it robs people's social skills and it robs it relationships. And that in of itself develops tendencies and really, really bad coping mechanisms and then it unlocks gates towards a variety of other issues for me i think i put in my bio that i've struggled i've struggled with pretty much every bad coping mechanism <laughs> that there is like literally everyone like alcoholism substance abuse to some degree and uh sex addiction uh, gambling addiction like all of it but they all stem from the desire for instant gratification which i think i developed as like an early, early adolescent, whenever I found out about masturbation, mm-hmm. et cetera, and I use it as a coping mechanism and I isolate it with it. And yeah. I think I developed the aptitude towards like choosing instant gratification over delayed gratification because of that. And so I would say like sexual sobriety and learning about sexual health, whether or not you believe in the narrative that the Bible tells is valid and it matters probably more than anything else. That's so good. And listen, that's raw, that's real, and it's authentic. And listen, you know, and, and it's it's part of life. And one of the things that I really admire that you you go to the you go right to the quick, Sheldon, and that's good. And sometimes, you know, I know during NLA we kind of go to the quick too, you know. And uh, but that's good. And it's good advice. Listen, you know, it's one of the biggest things out there, the porn addiction and and people because it's on the phone, it's there, it's available. So accessible. It's so ex- successful. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, six hours go by, right? <laughs> and your head's all screwed up, right? Yeah. And so it's real important to find out other communities out there that's going to keep you, help help you in that. Because, you know, our flesh is really, is hard. I was listening to a, a pastor the other day talking about how our heart might be pure, but our flesh is fighting against that, right? And like David, David was a man after God's own heart, but he murdered he had he committed adultery he did all kind of, he did some really he was not a great husband he was not a good father but he was still a man a man after god's own heart because of his pure heart and so it, in that there's salvation and there's there's victory for us in that part that we're always struggling in so that's good advice man so genders take take note of that raw <laughs> that raw advice especially uh, the guys i mean i think yes yeah totally yeah guys are a lot worse than, than the women I'll yes we are we are yeah, yeah. That, no it's 100 percent true uh you know we're, we're yeah I, I won't go any more than that yeah i know i do know yeah. so um all right well that's good all right so uh let's let's close this out and i always ask people on, on closing out uh two things number one what verse you're sitting on right now and what books have you read or are reading that's interesting uh which uh might be helpful yeah, uh, yeah, yeah if you guys you guys do read i read yeah yeah a little bit all right jared i'll start with you uh what okay. verse are you kind of sitting on if you have one i do have one okay uh i forget the it's tom's i forget the exact chapter and and the verse number but it's the one maybe it'll ring a bell for y'all the one's like love others as you love thyself or mm-hmm. love the loved one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, lots of love in yeah, there. Yeah, lots think, of love. I think about this recently because we like love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I I feel like <laughs> I've seen a lot of like church uh, communities that are more like about judgment and whether you're doing this or whether you're going to heaven or hell or whatever. And I just I was sick and tired of that. And and I just think it's all about love. Like yes, do the do the right thing, sexual sobriety, but like yeah. love others first. And I, and I don't want there to be any table I can't sit at and have a conversation with a sure. person, whether you've done everything bad in the world or whether sure. you've done everything right in the world. I like, I'm just going to love you first and, and, and be Jesus to you. So good. That's good. the verse. I like it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and the book I've been reading is, uh, it's actually a science fiction book called Ready Player Two. Have you, heard, have you seen Ready? Yeah. They made so the first book I read when I was younger, super good. And then Steven Spielberg made the movie of it. Super good. You should watch it. Was this offshoot of Hunger Games? No. I mean, no, no, no. Okay. It's called Ready Player One. It's all yeah. about like virtual reality. And like it takes, it's like a, what's the word? What's the word? Whenever it's like, a, it's placed far in the future. Oh, uh, futuristic. 
Sure. <laughs> no, that, that utopia, dystopian. Dystopian. Oh, dystopian. dystopian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know right. All right, all right. Same page. You intellects. <laughs> and uh, anyways, yeah, it's about how the world goes south and everyone, like, VR is, is more enjoyable than the actual real world and really interesting. But also it's, like, super fun. And, and uh, but yeah, the new book just came out. I, I was at Half Price Books the other day and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm in a second book. So I've been reading it. It's been really good. Cool. Yeah. Good. Thanks, Jared. All right, Abigail. Um, what do you got? My verse is Psalms 27, 4. One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Wow, that's, that's good. My favorite verse. That's what I've been sitting on for about a year. That's awesome. Um, and I'm not as much of a reader as Jared, but <laughs> I'm currently reading Find Me. It's the sequel to Call Me By Your Name. Mm. Who's the author? I can't pronounce his name. Andre something. <laughs> Andre something. What's it about? What's the genre? Um, like, like romance. Is yeah, it a romance? It's a romance. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. That's good. That's cool. That's good. You're reading. I like your verse too. All right, Sheldon. What do you got? Ooh, you got anything? Well, there has been. I have been reading. I have been reading the Bible. Uh, I doubt uh, it. I actually, I've been going through like an what I would call an existential crisis. Like not. But ironically, though, I've read more of the Bible this year in that than I did like whenever I was passively a Christian. Yeah. Um, and so I have been reading a lot and I'm uh, but I would say Psalm 88, I really, really like. And it's basically a psalm. Of, of David, like crying out in desperation. You know, you're talking yeah. about this man after God's own heart, and but he's also fighting some evil stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it resonated with me, um, and I think that yeah. So, anyways, you want to read? The whole, yeah, sure. Yeah, Lord, you are the God who saves me day and night. I cry out to you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry. I'm overwhelmed with troubles, and my life draws near to death. <laughs> so anyways, I just think yeah. that the spirit, like hearing that someone else, a man that lived and breathed on this earth, like experienced similar thoughts or feelings, mm -hmm. you know, of over, I feel like that word, oh, the word overwhelmed is one that's really stuck out to me. So I feel that in, in myself as a young adult, like I realized that oh, I'm no kid anymore. And maybe I've made decisions and I'm in situations where I don't know what to do. And I feel overwhelmed. And I need to calm down for a second. Mm -hmm. And I need to, yeah, anyways. No, that's good, man. Yeah, that's people, uh, that's really good. What was the other question? Uh, what what books are you reading? Or what book are you reading? Now? Ooh, uh, one of my favorite books I've read this year is a kid's book. It's called What Would Unicorn Do? Mm -hmm. Wow. I read that. Uh, another good book. What is, it, what is it about? You gotta read to find out. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good, it's a well, good, uh, those, 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 it's a unicorn. <laughs> it's a good 10 minute read. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. It's just not hard. Another good book. That, so it's good for ADD people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's good to have something that you can consume and you can get and it's yeah. relevant to your everyday life. Essentially, like what would unicorn do is like, it's teaching kids how to operate as unique and value-driven individuals in the world, and I'm still a kid to some degree. So yeah, I'm mm -hmm. listening to the words on the page. It's, uh, That's awesome, man. That book. That's good. That's cool. Any other books you want to uh, There is a book by Mark Peterson. And I think it was originally released called Get Naked. Mm. <laughs> uh, of course it was. I know. He's a Christian author. No, Mark, Mark Patterson? Mark Patterson. Mark Patterson. Mark no, is, no, it, no, is it Mark Peterson? Uh, Peterson? No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, he used to be uh, the, the men's group pastor at Bethel Church. Gotcha. Had, like, there was a, a separation there. Okay. I've actually been to a conference of his out there before. Really good book. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. So you guys are amazing. And I just want to let you guys know that, you know, as a Gen Z, you know, uh, being born in that era, it's a great era to be born in. Because I think, you know, the millennials came across, you know, the millennials had a lot to deal with, too. You guys have had a lot to deal with. You've had to grow up during this COVID thing sometimes and deal with disappointment. But if, if I, as a boomer, given advice, because I've got Gen Z uh, daughter, right, uh, is don't take yourself too seriously. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's okay. You're allowed to make mistakes. 
you know, go ahead and go fail. I think somebody put that on my, my deal this week. Yeah. You should fail. If you haven't failed, then you're not pushing hard enough. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you don't, and I know you look at Facebook, you look at Instagram, TikTok, and all these things, and you see all these people, you know, and going on, they, they've got just the same issues, if not more than you have. And so try to stay out of the comparison spirit, like Jared was talking about, because it's a huge, strong thing of the enemy, which I believe. Uh, and the other thing is, is you, you, you're a lot, you, if you make a mistake, you got time to clean it up. Okay. You're 22, you're 19, you're 20, you're 24. You know, you've got time to make a difference and seek a mentor, you know, die to your pride. Okay. Because some of us have pride. I'm speaking for myself, die to your pride, seek a mentor. If you're a woman, uh, like Abigail, seek another woman mentor, not necessarily your parents and not that your parents are bad mentors by any stretch, but it's always good to have somebody outside of that. Uh, and if you're a young man, seek a man, you know, at least that's a generation ahead of you or maybe a generation and a half, somebody that's actually filed a tax return. <laughs> maybe started a business and one fail or you know and if you want relational advice go to somebody that's got a long marriage right mm -hmm. don't go to somebody that's been divorced three times yeah. uh not that they're bad people it's just that that's not the advice that you're looking for i always tell uh everybody you know if you're, when you're seeking a coach or seeking a mentor look for the fruit you know, because that will tell everything. So, uh, all right. So I want to, I'm going to do something new here. I want you to give me just one word, just one word. I don't care what it is uh, about, about uh, just about what's going to happen here in, in 2021. If you can say, because it's December now, this is coming out. Let me see. Today's December 16th. So this drops like December uh, 21st, 22nd, next mm -hmm. Tuesday. Uh, so just give me one word. Uh, that 2021? You, uh, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. For 2021. Just one word. For or for the world? For the, wor for the world. Uh, Sheldon. Mm, upside down. <laughs> Jared. Uh, 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 man. B back to normal. <laughs> That's one word. All right. We'll start over. Start over. Start over. Okay, Ab Abigail's got her word. She's smiling over here. Sheldon, one word. Does upside Just, down not work? Upside down. Dang it. Upside down uh, is two words. Uh... Actually, three words, if you I'm really want. Freaking heck. Uh, change. <laughs> change. Good. All right. That's a fist bump. All right. Uh, adventure. Adventure. Abigail. Good with like four O's. <laughs> Good with four O's. Good. All right. Well, listen, Abigail, it's been a pleasure. Jared, Sheldon, you guys were amazing. I got the Genzer group in here. Mm -hmm. We're going to go next week. We don't know who's going to be on next week, but if you know a Genzer, if you know somebody that was born between 1996 and 2002, email me if they got something going on because these three are making a difference in the world. They really are. They're showing up kingdom. They're out there making it happen. They work hard. They show up at the office. They do what they have to do. And uh, yes, they have some setbacks but they keep plowing through and they all showed up here today in the studio on time and sober thank you jesus <laughs> <laughs> they're awesome well, all right <laughs> good so god bless you out there thank you until next week this is michael mcintyre at the next level podcast hey friends please remember to rate review subscribe and share our podcast on apple spotify and all other platforms where great podcasts are found Thank you. Thank you for checking out the Next Level Podcast. For more information or additional resources, please visit themichaelmcintyre.com. <laughs>